0: This
1: is Denny. Hey, Danny. It's Karen Wright. How you doing?
0: Karen, how the heck are you? Good I'm good doing your voice.
1: good. Yeah. Are you still in the North Mankato Civic Group? Yep. You are. Wow. You must be like one of the longest members there, huh?
0: I think the only one longer now is Dave Much.
1: Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I was. I see that uh, you've called the, come back and called the, the fun days back on, so I was hoping we could do a little chat about that. Absolutely. You have been one of the organizers of this since the beginning or when did you start doing this?
0: Well, I'm I'm relatively new to the organization. I've been involved in fundays for 35 years.
1: <laughs> and that's new. Actually a little longer
0: now. Okay. And I'm and I'm and I'm, and I'm no, I, but it's uh, it's been a pretty long stretch, yeah.
1: So let's talk about the meaning of fun days for people who may have forgotten what it's all about, other than the fact that it's a carnival, it's a parade, rah-rah. What's the history and what does it really mean?
0: Well, what it really means is a thank you to a lot of volunteers who committed time and resources during the 1965 flood that did all of the sandbagging and a lot of the the heavy lifting to protect uh, Lower North, as most people know it, but that at that time that was mostly North Mankato, uh, from the ravages of the 65 flood, And we were successful in that, and the Civic and Commerce, of which is the, still the sponsoring organization, uh, chose to have just, let's have something uh, to thank everybody that did all the hard work. And that was, in essence, a beer garden and a carnival and a street dance um, in downtown North Mankato, the 200 block of Belgrade. And uh, it went over so well that uh, everybody decided, well, maybe we should make that an annual event. And that was the nexus of Funday. And it moved uh, the second year from predominantly Belgrade Avenue to Wheeler Park, and that's where it's been ever since.
1: So which year actually did did it start then? What was the the year of the flood, the year after the flood?
0: Well, it, well the year of the flood was 65, but the the work was done in that spring of 65 and then that summer was when that uh, that first event happened it just didn't have the fun days name until the year after
1: oh so the Funday's days name has been gone gone with it that many years i did not realize yes. that and yep. yep talk about the civic and commerce commission uh, the, the civic and commerce commission no
0: committee committee yeah.
1: yes the civic and it, commerce it, it, committee
0: it's technically, technically, it's an association, but yes, uh, what it is is a uh, collection of citizens, um, mostly North Mankato residents, that um, have made a commitment uh, to uh, to the city, and that city c- commitment is about quality of life, and the boards objective is to provide those resources and we do fundraising and that fundraising helps uh, supplement other events in the community not only city managed projects like for instance uh, the festival lights or i should say the, the christmas lights along belgrade avenue and other streets in the city to supporting uh with small fund uh, resources The various organizations, youth organizations, the local spelling bee, a lot of things that are all focused on quality of life. And they aren't necessarily, we're not building bridges, we're not building statues to anyone, but we're providing day-to-day things and resources for our community that make North Mankato a great place to live.
1: Danny, are you originally from North Mankato, or what's your history with the city?
0: Uh, My... My hometown is, is Fairmont, and oh. in the early, uh, the very, very early 80s, actually the late 70s, I uh, came to work in North Mankato as a police officer, and um, during that time, I was exposed to Fund and and um, I was really drawn to it, because it was one of those things in a smaller town that you're used to seeing, but never in my experience, community quite this size. And I was really taken by that. And it said something about how North Mankato perceived its residents. And, and we worked really hard at maintaining that small town flavor. And, and I think that's one of those things that makes North Mankato a very comforting place to be. And, uh, um, of the stick-to-itiveness of it you know we people have made choices about their lives and and even how our north bankato is is laid out in a way and has been that you don't have to walk too far to be at a park or to be at a public space and i think that commitment to that says something about what our citizens expect for themselves and um, expect to be able to offer that to others
1: do you know who the initial person who kind of got the idea to create this big event was? Is there a name at all or a, just uh, a group? Actually,
0: the, one of the starting persons. Um, there were others in the community that, um, unfortunately for me, those those names are lost in time. But um, one was then the city manager or administrator, which was Bob Ringhofer, who has oh. now passed away. Mm-hmm. But he was North Mankato's first City manager, and um, he was one of those that that supported all those years and all that time. And another group that was very integral in in making parts of fundays happen was uh, the North Mankato Volunteer Fire Department, and um, and other organizations of uh, civic and commerce. So it was it was a kind of a, a melding of of government and public safety and. Um, the business community at the time and um, they perpetuated it and there were enough members of that board that there's always been kind of that sustainment of keeping the, keeping the torch, if you will. Uh, I don't mean this. I don't mean to sound, you know, well, it probably sounds a little grandizing I guess, but it's, it's, it's about the mission that has, Started where we are, and I think a lot of our members, um, though act some are active, some are are uh, benefactors, and you know making um, paying their membership dues and and attending the events that uh, we offer them, and and have always been very supportive of what we've done. So uh, that's the nice thing about North Mankato. It's we. Continue to do that, and I'm very. Uh, it's it's gratifying to see that some of that continues on.
1: As you know, Danny, I was president of that North Vancouver Civic Association for a while, yes. one year, yes. and I was on the committee for many years, and that was one of the most fun groups that I've ever been on because they did do such wonderful things. So I have a fondness in my heart for that too. And unfortunately I moved across the river once I got married, but still love North Mankato. When did you actually take over the planning? Cause I know you've been involved for quite a few years with the planning of the parade and fun days activities. Right.
0: That would have been, uh, probably about 19, somewhere in the mid eighties. Um, and then we went through a whole range of, uh, originally, um, in my time, uh, Howard Hewitt yep. uh, was very active in the organization, and and so he and I kind of partnered uh, to help fundays going and and perpetuating that. And kind of uh, in a lot of areas, we grew it. Uh, Howard and I brought in the uh, in the modern day the parade and uh, worked to work to grow that and um, continued to work to see fun days be a a family event it wasn't just a it wasn't just a fundraising event it was multi-generational which again we felt was very important to uh, provide that sense of family and uh, that's where we are and so we've we've worked at it for that period of time and uh, um it's very hard for us to and uh do not have a fun day. So the fact that uh, the in today's environment, uh, it was such that the original reason that we uh, canceled the event was we didn't feel that we could provide it safely under the current, at that time, the current rules with regard to uh, um, the safety of the citizens and and all of the uh, COVID restrictions at the time. So 2020 was
1: was really the first year that it hadn't happened in a long, long time. And I think it really disappointed a lot of people. But like you said, you had to make a tough decision. And this year, at one point for 2021, you had said no fun days. And I'm sure you caught a lot of flack for that. And then you did switch and say, "Okay, we're going to do it. So let's talk about that process. Okay.
0: well, the the process was such that We wanted to make sure that the decision was made as early as we possibly could to let people, A, be aware of that, but also make other plans. Uh, What changed in that and the information that we had at the time, the decision was absolutely the right decision because we were looking at the numbers as far as how many active cases there were, what the growth rate was um, at The time we made the decision, uh, looking at the statistics in Minnesota, we were at the same hospitalization rate the day we made that decision as we were in January of this year. Mm -hmm. So when things were climbing again before that spike. So that's why we made the decision we did. Uh, The thing that turned that around significantly was the fact that the vaccination rates started to go up. The hospitalization rates started to go down. Uh, the governor's office, along with the MDH, Minnesota department of health started, uh, dialing back, uh, or dialing, dialing down those requirements. And now with the most recent, uh, notice that basically, uh, masking and most of the other requirements for, for gatherings are, um, done um january or july 1st and so we looked at that we looked at the timing um we had things some things that we could do in place we knew we could reverse the thing that we haven't done before is tried to turn on the parade this late in Mm -hmm. the season yeah uh normally by this time and as you well know by this time we pretty much had a lot of those big events pretty well described, defined and prepared for. And so um, when the board that we currently have met and there was a very strong commitment on the part of the board to provide a as much as plausible, safe event that was familiar to the citizens of North Mankato. And so that's what we're attempting to do. We have we have good safety plan in place, we have been able to bring back most of the events that people are used to seeing at fun days. There'll be some changes this year but um, it will not be a significant impact the large events, which means the carnival will be here in force. The Saturday parade will be here. Um, the um, bandstand um, will have live entertainment on the night's our citizens are used to having, and then we'll fill in as many of the ancillary events as we can um, that allow us to do that, and we have the resources
1: to do. Well, that's what I was wondering about, was the, the contracts or things like with the carnival, because if you said, well, we can't do it, and had maybe they got another event or something, so was that just by luck that they didn't say, well, we can't do it, or or maybe because of the COVID they didn't have a lot of other opportunities?
0: I I think that's a combination of both. Um, but I can't speak for them because I obviously I don't negotiate their, their events. But when we knew that we, or when the board felt that we could do this, um, they were one of my first contacts and they had not filled the slot that we'd already booked them for. And that being, that being said, um, it was a great opportunity then to, um, bring that back that level enormously that people are used to seeing.
1: So the and parade, so a lot of times with a parade, uh, you get bands that maybe are booked as well. Did you have any issues with bands or things that you had booked yes. having to back yeah. out?
0: Yes, Ab- absolutely, uh, because in some cases, uh, some of the bands that we rely on are the high school bands that didn't have a program this year because mm. of their own COVID issues. Okay. So there was there was really nobody to contract to because there wasn't, performance, performance performers available to do that. So we have uh, we have had to change some of the dynamics in that, but um, we're working to continue to uh, find other outside entertainment acts. But also we've had a very strong. Um, commitment on the part of our local citizens and our local organizations that historically have um, been in the parade and they appear to be stepping forward. We, we won't know until much later in the month, but we're pretty confident that we're going to be able to feel field a parade that will be will feel very familiar to our citizens.
1: Will that be one of the differences then, maybe not as many of the marching bands as we have had? Because that's one of the things I always loved about the North Mankato one is you had a lot of bands, which are pretty exciting. Yep. So I'm wondering if that dynamic is just going to maybe be different.
0: It's going to be different. Everything will be everything will be a little different, but we're trying to, and some of those things are absolutely out of my control or anybody's right. control. Uh, it's one of those things that had I planned for this, Ten months ago, I still wouldn't have been able to field um, what I may have wanted as my normal uh, lineup of entertainment because people weren't doing those things. They weren't training for those things. The schools weren't having direct marching programs, and if they were, they were doing them very locally, That they weren't even leaving town because, again, those kids didn't want or the, the organizations didn't want to load their kids on buses and all the other things that, you know, become a part of moving a crowd of people. So the, the, the rules that were there um, on the part of MDH made it a little more complicated. So that's why initially our concern was we could not do some of these things and by no fault of our own, that's why we felt it was easier, mm-hmm. not easier. It's, it's very, very hard to, to not do something that we've done so long. It's more so it was the safer approach everyone safe
1: so what are the things that will be different that people will maybe not see because of late planning issues or whatever
0: um, several of the several of the issues that they won't probably won't see will be um, petting zoo um, kind of you know three or four hour events that uh, we would contract for the pedal pull um, there will not be a, um, a uh, kitty parade this year. Okay. Uh, in part because of logistics uh, and the resources to do that, but also in the concern about making sure that those participants who may not have been or are not eligible for vaccination, we don't want to put them in a tight environment for an extended period of time. So we're still trying to be sensitive to those kinds of needs to keep our citizens safe. So those are things that, in some cases, we weren't able to contract to do those services. Uh, in some, And always in the focus of any choices we've made this year have been based on the safety that we, uh, as much safety as we can provide.
1: And one of the things the parade became known for back and I believe it was, 1992 or 93 because i was a part of this organizing was the pilot on food gathering and and food for the um, cash for the food shelves and that yep. is going to go on so i know that's a big boost to the the food shelters in the summer
0: right and it, it's a time that they need it uh certainly it's a time when the resources that the food shelves not just ours but uh, but the region are in great need for it so it's it's still a very important thing to uh to support and as you said we've been supporting that since the 90s and we've been very um we're very grateful for the local media groups um pro radio group um kyc um, have been steadfast in being at the parade and helping do that collection which is a nice way to see the local uh, celebs but also to to be united in a good cause
1: Danny, when did this parade actually start? The North Mankato Fun Days. What do you remember? What year about that was?
0: Mm, I think we originally started those in um, the very, very late '80s. It may have been '88 or '89. Um, and then the the very early ones we started at uh, four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, um, and so those ran and. Uh, there became some health and safety issues because of the hour of the day and the availability and the radiated heat, because it's always July when we're doing this. <laughs> so I- that's when we moved to the, we changed the route and that's when we went to Lake street, which most people know of the route today. And, um, then we went to 11 o'clock in the morning as a start. So it took care of a lot of things. It was a little cooler mm-hmm. and, uh, we had, um, we had much, much less heat stress from uh, our participants and even the people just enjoying the parade.
1: I think it's known as one of the larger parades around the area, if not the Midwest, isn't it? I mean, it's over 150 units, or it has been?
0: It it has been, yes. And, and the unit count really doesn't isn't what I do as oh. worry about because it's more so the fact that I have a limited space to line all of the entrance sure. up. And so that's usually the determining factor of, of how many units are in there based on what the unit is. So some of them are two bicycles, that's one thing. But if you, a tractor-trailer rig yeah. uh, with a band on it and things like that, and as I recall, you've been... That will be me. I, I, in,
1: yep, I'll probably do that, that again. that band, too. <laughs> yep.
0: You know, so and and so i mean that's usually what what makes that determination because we we have to be somewhat limited in how we do things and for those that have been participants in the parade or seen the the start of the parade it's uh there's a certain level of uh, coordinated chaos yes
1: there. <laughs> and
0: sure. uh it's a lot of moving parts and unfortunately that's for me, as as one of the organizers, you always feel that it's underappreciated. On the other hand, our guests are there to enjoy themselves. They shouldn't have to worry about how we do it. They just should enjoy that we do it and uh, so we we don't share all of those all of those stories because, as you well know what, what kind of chaos it can be but yes. uh, we have a lot of people that cooperate and are there to enjoy themselves, but also enjoy their community and to celebrate being together. So what what greater honor can our citizens give each other than doing that? So um, we'll make it happen.
1: We're talking with Denny Kemp, one of the longtime coordinators of the North Mankato Fun Days, including the parade, uh, talking about bringing it back again after a year off with the COVID-19. And I can't even tell you how excited I have heard people are about this just the fact that we can be out again and uh, don't necessarily have to wear masks are there any safety protocols or other things that you're going to be watching for in terms of as it gets closer to the date
0: well obviously we're going to do our very very best to comply with any restrictions or requirements that come from mdh minnesota department of uh-huh. health that's that's our guide star those are the folks that we've been watching through all of this those are the cues that we've been taking. Uh, it appears that, uh, we continue to be on track to, uh, to meet the, uh, expectations of of the decisions that the governor's office and MBH have made. So I'm hopeful that, uh, we'll be able to do that. And, um, we're going to continue to move forward and hopefully people will, um, Feel safe to join us, but we'd also recommend that if you're uncomfortable, there's no, there's nothing that says you can't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. It just says that the requirement is off. But if you feel more comfortable with a mask, if you feel more comfortable working at social distancing, we encourage it. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's all about your safety. And we are going to try and make a, um, as safe an event as we can. But with anything where you're having people gather together, there's always an inherent risk. Mm -hmm. And we uh, we would encourage everyone to exercise their best discretion on what they're comfortable with. And but absolutely no, no shame, no harm, no foul. If you want to um, wear masks, do whatever makes you comfortable. That's where we want you to be.
1: Denny, you have been doing this, and it is an awful lot of work. What makes you keep coming back and doing this? Because some would say it's a thankless job. Like you say, you know, it's an amazing event. You don't necessarily get the kudos because you're kind of in the background doing all this stuff. What is it that that brings you back year after year?
0: Um, I'm, I'm in awe of a community our size that hold some of those small-town values very near and dear to their heart, as I do. And um, as long as I can, I will do my best to be a part of that and uh, inspire that with others if I can.
1: So so what was it like when you were able to say that's back on again? Did you get a lot of uh, happy comments from folks, I'm sure?
0: Some we did. Uh, some... Uh, felt we were flip-flopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, it, it's all over the board. Uh, the the technology now allows everyone to have an opinion, and so yes. um, you kind of you, you feel that sometimes. But uh, we try to. Uh, we've we've had excellent support from North Mankato administration, the elected officials. They have been very supportive of this. And again, I think because they hold similar values and we try to make an event that is widespread and that's what we have to do. And so I love it and I'll always love it. And, and I'm thankful for all the volunteers and that come out again, this is an organization that is solely volunteer and most of our participants are solely volunteer. And, uh, the fact that there's always people there, always people wanting to participate, um, enjoying those events. I'm incredibly proud of my community, and I'm grateful that my community shares their time with me also.
1: Is there anything you want people to know? I mean, is there a need for some volunteers? Is there a need for anything or something that you think you would like people to, to take with them?
0: What I would like the people to take with them is this is a volunteer effort where people give up their time with their loved ones and other parts of their community to help make this happen. And so just be thankful. And we are, we are doing well so far. Will there be a late minute call for some other kind of volunteer group potentially, but I can't come up with one for you right now. But again, I just be thankful. And, and that's we we've had, such a long time of distress amongst yeah. our fellow citizens with other things. Just appreciate it as a gift, and that's the best we can do, So, uh, and enjoy it.
1: Well, Denny, I want to thank you for your time, and thank you for all the effort you put in. I know it's a tremendous amount of work, and your dedication is just truly amazing, and I want to thank you for your time. Is there a place where people could go to get information about the events?
0: Uh, yes. There is a uh, Facebook uh, North Mankato Fundays website, but there is also a www.northmankatofundaysoneword.com that, as the schedule becomes finalized and the other information is finalized, that will be posted there. So you can bring that up, and as as it's updated, it will it will come online. Uh, right now, for those that have an interest the application for the fun days parade is on that website so they can pull that down and complete that if they're interested in participating and uh, submit that the deadline for submissions are the 15th of June it's a little bit of a short curve for people but um, we're confident that there's enough interest that uh, folks will come and join us and that would be a nice opportunity then for them to participate in the event.
1: And what are the dates so we can put that on our calendars?
0: We open on Wednesday, the 7th of uh, July, and we close on the 11th of July, which is Sunday night.
1: Denny, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it, and uh, all the best.
0: Thank you so much, Karen. I appreciate the time you spent with us.
1: All right. Bye, Denny.
0: Have a good day.